I think my staff's getting tired of me quoting Marshawn Lynch, but like he still said it best. Like he's about that action, right? Like, like on purpose, no matter where the location of the pitch is, you crazy fool. Like I'm telling you right now, there is not one hitter on the planet. Fellas, fellas, fellas. Yeah, I don't know about that, but you know what? I'll save it for four months from now. We'll talk about it in four months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that dugout we got Bo and Joe coming up next on the farm system right here right now fellas 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 and the ladies <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the farm unfiltered we're back again here to we add are another again. layer on layer on layer yep. on layer on layer we're peeling the onion on layer we're peeling the layer onion. i'm not done layer on layer <laughs> on layer how big of an onion you got joe <laughs> listen we got layers you going to costco you ever gone yeah we got that big onion <laughs> we got that bulk. big onion we ain't talking about a little baby onion. Yep. We talking this ain't schoolyard onion. Okay, <laughs> this, we're talking about the game of baseball. For yeah, sure. We, we, this is layers, right? Layers. This ain't playing out in the park. Yep. Right? We got the rabbit hole now. This is this is this is billions of dollars we're talking about. Yep. Billions. Billions. With a B. With a B? Capital B. Maybe a <laughs> maybe a T at some point. There with we a trail go. in there. There we go. Man. What are we talking about today? Oh, I might need some water. Yeah, you got that. me too fired up. I, I need a <laughs> You got a bang around? Listen, I think I think I'm, I I feel like I woke up with a bang in me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, that's All right. Awesome. So we just want to add on layers mm -hmm. to the last episode that we talked about. Of uh, basically, okay. So if you haven't listened to the last podcast, first off, what are you doing, Harold? Right. Go backwards. All right. Yep. Go backwards one. Listen to the podcast before. Go on to this one. You know we like to do these little series things. Chronological order. Yeah. It's, you, it's, you, you can't jump right to it, 123. It's like, it's like a curriculum. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just got to really know for how sure. to – You got to pull it all together. Okay? And um, I scoot over for a little bit for the folks. You know, they like to – You know, you, know, you smell kind of funny today. So. Well, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to scoot you over too far now. I just want you to be square in the frame for How's the people this? that are watching them. There if, you're not, if you're not watching – But we should just also say that too. You guys look – we record these on some video yep. so you guys can see how beautiful Bo looks. Well, plus we share all these like really cool gifts and images we make. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, it's a, it's, <sighs> it's a different level of appreciation. It's a different level of appreciation, right? I, everybody can listen to us on the lawnmower, but are you yep. listening to us in the office? For sure. Okay? That's that's what it's really. It's well, plus in, the classroom. You got Sheets yeah. and Gellner and these guys talking about how they do classroom every day. Like. Yeah. You know, put us up on the big screen. Yeah, put us up on the big screen. All right, God. Hey, at, at the very least, you'll start getting cool haircuts. In the probably, team. yeah. At least your team will have good haircuts. Right. Uh, these people are probably like, all right, can we get into the business? Guys have been BSing for. They're like, I'm just gonna start <laughs> skipping through the, the first three minutes of the podcast. <laughs> there was another podcast I used to do that on. I'd go listen in the first like twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah, they would just, just BS. Just skipping. And then it would, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> They're like, like oh, sometimes the, it's really the, funny. These though. guys are enjoying themselves <laughs> yeah. way too much. So. so so, okay, let's add some layers because I know someone's been waiting. They're probably already, already tweeting. They yeah. probably sent us an email. They're ready to go to say, listen, though, Joey. Yeah. Listen, Bo. Mm -hmm. Listen, all right? The problem that I have with not training, right, or not being sore, it's just like, well, I don't care about what Johnny does when he's an 8, a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old, a 14-year-old. Yeah. I care what he does when he gets to the pros. And I want to prepare an athlete. And I want to train an athlete that's like that, right? And I have to get to that level. And so, you know what? I'm going to focus on athleticism. I'm going to focus on strength. I don't care if he wins games. I'm not about these trophies. I'm not a trophy chaser. Right. Bo and Joe. Yep. 
I am trying to develop. So you know what? My kid's going to be a little sore. You know, sometimes he's going to play a little sore and he's going to have to suck it up. Yeah. All right. And sometimes, sometimes I want, I want to build a supreme athlete. I want him to be, he was going to rotate the hardest. Fastest. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be uh, the strongest on the field. Yeah. He's going to look like, you know, like they're going to be upset that when I bring his birth certificate, like I dropped <laughs> a 20 in there. That's going to be my kid. Yeah. Right. Uh, well. I used to think like that as well. For sure. I used to think like that as well. And and again, there is, first off, first off, I also want to applaud you that you've already leveled up once. You've gone to the first layer or the maybe the fifth layer of the onion, yep. right, that we want to get into, right? And you've gotten some layers in, yep. but as uh, they said at my church not too long ago, you see, you you know a part of your story, but right. you don't know the full story. Yeah. And that's what we want to get scope. into. We want to get into that full scope. Right. Right. Of the other layers. We got to understand the whole layer before we can just focus sure. on this one little piece. The first, and touch on that before we really dive into it, you first need to know you want to get better and yeah. you want to go down this path of player development. Yeah. Now there's so many avenues and I think you said it on the last podcast, half truce yep that you start running down these paths and you think you're going the right way and yeah. it's not necessarily your fault there's still a lot of research being done we're kind yep. of writing the story i've done this a couple times for yep. sure where mm -hmm. it's like you start to look back and this isn't like a small thing this isn't yep. like we're going to lunch and we picked the wrong restaurant yeah this is like your son or your daughter or your nephew's career we're talking about here yeah you're eight nine ten you're starting to yeah. build the roadmap no pressure for when you're older there's no pressure no pressure no, no pressure no pressure you know what you know what i think this is a good time to do right now bob what's that is we the stop and talk about kick and oh, stick baby there it is kick and stick the kick okay. and stick the kick and stick shirt i just wanted to pop it out there okay <laughs> i just think it's a good time to stop and talk about these dope shirts that we had we had coming yep. out anyways go check on those and we have kick a link in the link, link, link in, in the, the show notes show notes um it'll be there go check out these cool things if you're watching on video right now you would already have seen them yep. all right and you already know what you're missing okay yep. but everybody else go check that out okay so um uh, actually we're just talking about this too let's i think it's always good to give start to paint perspective yeah is to go to give an analogy for right? sure so Perfect example just happened today. You know, Gary, we're gonna give you some love. All yeah. right, my boy Gary on, on on social media here. Okay, on on uh, on Twitter. Okay, so he's strength and conditioning. Right, that's that's more of his focus. And so one of the things that he just said today, today, there, man, Gary, he said piling load on poor movement is like pouring concrete on an uneven land. Right, mm -hmm. once it hardens, the nervous systems, and he puts in the. Um, Quote, and, and, and uh, uh, parentheses. Here. Yeah. So uh, nervous system adapts, skill under uh, undoes, right? Um, and then also it, and then uh, close that out and says you're left with finish. You're left with a finished product. You'll just have to take out a jackhammer, break it up, and start over again. Yep. Right. So this is something that we've talked about before um, on the essentials of hitting. Uh, our right our, our course that we started there right we came up with the pyramid right right so again when we talked about the pyramid is first having at the very people usually do the pyramid they they build their pyramids backwards right right so we talked about they build um strength first or they build athleticism first and then they go into the skill, the skill. or or again movement focused or any of those things when realistically right. even from an snc side it doesn't even make sense when you actually it sounds good 
Right. Right. It sounds good. Okay. Well, I want to build an athlete. And I'll, and again, this used to be my mindset. I want to build the athlete. I want to build the strength. Right. And then I'll focus on the skill. And then now we're getting to this point. Again, some of the mistakes that we made early is that we, um, we prioritized physicality right. over skill for sport. Right. And that's where we started. Because again, I think at one point it might've been flip flop too hard, the opposite way. Right. At one point, um, again, in baseball, they used to think it was like a crime to go in the weight room for sure. Right. And they used to say, no, get away from the weight room. So then we started to realize, man, physicality is important. You got these guys, Sammy Sosa, you got Barry Bonds, you got all these guys. Okay. I know, I know. Calm down. Stop throwing syringes at me. I get it. Okay. But (laughs) okay. I get it. But that also just put an emphasis on physicality is important. It is. And it is. It does play a part does play a part, a major part, but at the same time, we can't value the weight room. We can't value speed over actually the sport. And I'm going to give you a quick analogy. I'm going to throw it back to you. I'm going to throw the ball back to your court on this one here, Bo. Yep. We had a kid that was on our team in junior college that we picked up. He's one of the, he was a, a wide receiver or DB for our, our junior college, right? One of the fastest kids in the school. Yep. Okay. He ended up stealing a good amount of bases with us, okay? Mm-hmm. But he also had one of the highest pickoff percentages, right? He's getting picked off right. like constantly, right? Because guess what? Just being fast, it's a it is a prerequisite yeah. um, of being able to steal a lot of bases. But at the same time, there's a lot of other skills that go into it. We also had a kid on our team that wasn't very fast, yeah. right? But stole a lot of bags, right? For sure. Like even me, I stole a decent a decent amount of bags. Um, especially for hitting like in the middle part of our order, not, not a ton, but even with that, I, I could always steal bags. Even when you think of somebody like Pablo, even on, yeah. on Sterling, right? Someone that has more of a baseball IQ and understands and knows how to read the pitcher, pick up on tendencies, right. pick up on the thing. They can get some stolen bases in, um, and be a big part. Again, they might pick up an extra 10 throughout a season just because they're able to pick up on some of these Smart. tendencies. There's that, that baseball IQ side. And again, it's not that one's more important than the other. We need both, but we need we need to always remember first, we're playing baseball first. Yep. We're not running, this isn't track, right? We're not just running a sprint. Right. There's more to it than just physicality. And, and you right? can usually tell with those guys when you're looking at the sport, um, are you relying on a tool or are you relying on the skill? We've mm-hmm. played with a lot of guys that are very good at one thing and we say, well, how you only, that's what they trained. Yeah. They grew up with training speed. They grew yeah. up with training agility. They grew up with strength and mm-hmm. that's what we rely on. Where you look at guys like Pablo, I like to think I had some salve. You had some salve. Like yeah. we focused on the skill when yeah. we were younger. Yeah. And I, I like to explain this like um, there's like real, real world experience yeah. and then there's like um, book experience. Yeah. The guys that are real world experience in baseball, street you're, smart. you're street smart. You're a baseball player. Yeah. I, I have a little bit more salve. Yeah. Where a lot of guys today and there's so much information. So it's not anybody's fault. Yes. Like that's I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. But I'm too focused on the tool yeah. instead of getting the foundation and then go to the tool. It's like a car. Like mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm trying to build the fastest car in the world, yeah. it starts piece by piece by piece by piece. Yeah. And then the last thing you do is put your foot on the gas. Yeah. You some, know? some people would argue that that's like an additional tool that we don't necessarily think about is maybe that SAV or that baseball IQ. Yeah. And this extra tool that has, and again, it is a talent by itself, right? Yeah. But, but I would also add in that instead of it being a tool, it's, it, it is a tool, but it's again, like a foundation that all right. the tools come from For rather sure. than the model of like its own individual thing. Right. It's, that is like a foundation that we want to put into, again, my arm, my power, right. my speed, right? Like all of those things are rooted from me being baseball IQ and understanding yeah. that those things as well and how to utilize those tools right. within the sport. Because again, 
There is guys that have like, big power. There's guys that have a lot of, they make a lot of contact. There's guys that have, you know, big arms, right? Maybe they got a good defense, you know, all, all these other things, right? But all of those go up, like the rising tide there right. is, again, uh, some salve that you're talking about. But it's not just salve, right? When we talk about with the, within this uh, skill that we're necessarily talking through, salve is part of this, right? Right. But it's the actual skill mm-hmm. of doing those things. So, so for example, you might have a very coordinated hands or very good uh, body awareness of your hands. It doesn't mean you can field a ground ball. Right. It helps you yeah. field a ground ball, right? But part of fielding a ground ball is also to, again, having correct form. Mm-hmm. Right, putting yourself in good positions again. Great short stops make ninety nine percent of their plays look routine. Right, right, um, and so getting themselves in good positions, right, all the time, reading the ball, knowing the situation, all those other things play into it. Right, but we're underlying talking about the underlying like the skill of that exact task. Right, right. Yep. So, for example, we'll go into just quickly in here. You might be able to rotate hard. Doesn't mean you can hit. Yep. You might have high exit velocities, doesn't mean you can hit. Right. You might have great launch angles, doesn't mean you can hit. For sure. You might you might uh you might have great hands, doesn't mean you can feel. Okay? You might again, I could sit there and do one hop me and you would sit there and do one hop things all day. Again, you are a better third baseman than me. I might right. be able to I'll pick you. Yeah. Right when we're doing this and little you, drill. You might even be more athletic. Yes. But that wasn't true. But <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I'm a better fielder than you. Right. Right? There's things in between. There's a gap there. In right. between those things, yeah. right? Now, more likely than not, I said this yesterday with somebody, being athletic and being strong, right? Those definitely help, right? right? It is something I can rely on to help me compete, yeah. right? And get me away when I do get myself in bad situations yeah. or I can muscle my way over one of the infield or I can For do sure. these things. But with that being said, it is not, those are add-ons. Yeah. Those are not the... Well, yeah. and I like to think of them... Um, when I was young, I always thought strength, I could fall back on it. It, yeah. was, it would allow me, if I did get myself in a bad position, I could bail myself out. Yeah. And a lot of that was because my parent, I grew up with a football player for a dad. He mm. was training me the skill set yeah. first because yeah. he, he didn't really want to screw me up in the weight room, uh-huh. which was good for me. I, yeah. I, the foundation was good. Too many people allow or focus and rely on their athleticism and their strength first. Yeah. Where the good ones, you'll hear them say, like, I, I was able to do that because of my strength. It wasn't the strength that allowed me to do it mm. out of the get-go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just a reliance and how you prioritize that stuff, and especially at a young age. Because you're going to have to overcome all these compensations. If, if you teach a young kid athleticism, what do you think he's going to rely on when he's 20? Well, that's, athleticism. That, well that, and that's where I, I was telling someone the other day is being like, okay, like, that pattern works at a lower level, and, you, and, and again, right. it can be very successful with when you're relying on athleticism or you're relying on your strength at that level and that pattern will work right. until you get to a certain level where other people are they're just as athletic as you are right they're just as strong as you are right and they also move better than you do for sure right now this is the and this is the a point i made with um this is the point that i made with uh greg rose at bridge the gap and we went to the questionnaire thing and i and, yep. and, and actually the bob i guess that i had the the, the panel of biomechanics and i said so would you say, I'm like, would you say that, okay, most people, most likely, let's just throw this out here. Even if you get to this level, 
there's a very low likelihood, first off, that you're even making the major leagues. For sure. Right? But let's even go there. Let, Division one sports. Let's just go yeah. there. Let, let's just college. Yeah. Okay. There's a very uh, low likelihood that you're going to even make it to college, mm -hmm. right? Let alone. Okay. Now let's say you get to an elite level of college or pro level. Okay. Now, when you're at the elite of elite levels, okay, there's a very low likelihood on top of that already low likelihood that you're going to be the fastest yep. or the strongest. For sure. Right? So if you're not an outlier, remember, it's remember what outlier means. Not slightly above average. No, right. we're talking about an outlier. Yeah. If you're not an outlier in athleticism, and if you're not an outlier in strength, which majority of this already outliers, if you're not an outlier of an outlier, yeah. okay, let's think about what that is. Right. More likely than not, what you should be focusing on, something that I can really control. Again, I can definitely control trying to increase my athleticism, but I, I, we also have a natural capacity. For sure. We also have a natural capacity of like strength, right? Yep. Some people are naturally just going to be way stronger. They're built to be put on a lot more strength uh, genetically or just in that way, right? But one thing that we can all control mm -hmm. is our efficiency yep. and getting better at how we move. Yeah. That's something that we can control and work on. That's something sure. we have control on. So the other things, yes, we have control to a certain extent, but efficiency, more than everybody can be efficient. Right. Everybody can be efficient. For sure. Right? Everyone can be efficient. What everyone, you, you, and again, we can always get more efficient. Yeah. Right? Stronger and all those things, there's like a, like a, a natural um, like cap for all of us. Right. Efficiency, again, even too, you can even look at Mike Trout. He's one of the most efficient hitters of all time. Yep. Okay. And again, you can look at kinematics to you know uh, say that again. All those things. Obviously, you can just look at his stats. Period. For sure. He's able to do it early in his career. Okay. So my point here with this is that even Trout, continually year over year, if you look at his first year of him in the big leagues to now, he's way more efficient kinematically, right? Right, and way more efficiently and efficient in his movements. He does less movements and creates more, right? Um, and also too, and kinematically, how he builds and captures energy is much more efficient now, right. Than when he was when he when he's then right? for sure. So, and obviously, we don't know exactly what he's doing. Yes, he doesn't show everything he's training. Yeah, but when he does, or when people show these small clips, we all of a sudden think this is right for the masses. We're yeah. looking at these things that's like the episode last week. Yeah, we look at these small clips of Mike Trout. Maybe he's doing a bench press, and you mm -hmm. catch him doing the one time he does bench press all year. Now everybody thinks they need to do bench press. Yeah. Um, an example of this, you know, my my good friend Kevin Kais, um, unreal baseball player. Talent wise, he'll tell you he wasn't the most talented, wasn't the most athletic, wasn't the most skilled. Definitely wasn't the strongest, but he was the best player on the field every single time. Mm. And what did he do every day? Took ground balls. He took BP. He worked on throwing angles, and sometimes he wouldn't lift. Yeah. But he graduated early, played with Harper, Oregon State, All-American three years. Like, mm. There's something to take away from that where yeah. we, we like to lift. We want to push the weight. We want to mimic what these guys are doing that we see on social media when in reality, like, they're a different athlete than you. Mm. And Kevin knew that. You look at Conforto or Dylan Davis, the workouts they were doing, different level than Kevin. Kevin had to do what he had to do to get on the field. Mm. And I think we missed that point. Yeah. Like, It's the same in the weight room. I know this doesn't transfer onto the field. Well, how, how are you training? How are you training to take ground balls? How are you training to hit? Mm. Like the actual skill. How are we doing that, especially from a younger age? Yeah. And and the the a big piece there is also knowing too, you got to take obviously in the individual athlete, right? What does an individual athlete need to get onto the to, to push them? Like where are they lapsing the most? Now, I'm not saying, again, we're not saying we shouldn't prioritize physicality. For That's sure. not what we're saying. So I'm going to go ahead and say this again. 
Right. Okay, we said in the last episode, I know we started drifting away from this point, right? Physicality is important. Yeah. We just can't be, and again, I said this to somebody, we can't be missing my reps on the field. Right. Right? Or all of a sudden, you know what? Hey, this guy needs to get a lot faster. So you know what? We're going to stop taking ground balls. We're going to stop taking BP, or we're going to extremely limit those things and just focus on being a track athlete, right? right? There's going to be a extreme drop-off in skill uh, of ability sure. during that time. Now, again, if you're doing those things, okay, hey, we're going to start emphasizing some more uh, skill of uh, speed work, right? While I'm also doing my other things and making sure I'm still getting my, you know, I'm working on getting better at uh, fielding ground balls. I'm working on getting better at, uh, you know, hitting, pitching, being more efficient on, the, on those, those different areas. Again, taking better routes, yada, yada, yada. Right. Okay. Right. That's one thing. But one thing that gets overplayed is again, um, you're not going to all of a sudden just do more squats and be able to hit better. Right. It's not a, again, there might be an indirect. Yeah. There might be an indirect way that that helps me hit. Right. But that is, there isn't a direct correlation where if I squat 400, I can hit a ball 400. For sure. Because if that was true, again, I can grab somebody from football, bring them over and they should be able to hit the ball. Now that they're, they're, they're one of my strongest squatters, that should be my best hitter. Right. Now, is there definitely some transfer over? Yes. Some indirect transfer, but not direct transfer. And we need to be able to value both. And what is transferring? Like we used to say that in at Utah Valley at a ping pong table. Mm-hmm. And I could go squat and sure the strength's transferring, but I felt almost more prepared playing ping pong before the game than anything else. Yeah. Because it's transferring my proprioception, yeah. hand eye coordination, my vision. Aesthetic, yeah. And or just like get a, a sterling. You play the, the bounce game on the bat. And yeah. people laughed, but we led the country in home runs. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying if you do that you're gonna lead the country in home runs. Yeah, yeah. But how you're training, what is crossing over onto the field? Yeah. Is it limiting you? Because I knew when I was really lifting to get big and strong, yeah. I actually lost I became a worse defender. Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. Stiff, couldn't move. Couldn't move. Very sagittal. Like, you know, yeah. so I challenge you guys to ask yourself that. How are we preparing not lifting mm-hmm. or maybe not even hitting? Yeah. What are we doing to train the small technique and skill that is required to play the game of baseball? Yeah. And that's, that's where I'll go into, again, I'm going to preach very old school here is again, we go back to um, something for specifically, again, when I'm talking about skills for certain positions, let's go ahead and just go, not even hitting, let's get away from pitching. For sure. Infield. Yep. Every day we did indies, right? So indies, individuals, right? Why are we doing individual work for our position every single day? Because it's specific skills that I need to be good at for that position. Right. If it's turning double plays for the middle infield, right? If it's fielding slow rollers at third base, if it's picking at first base, mm-hmm. right? Those individual skills, I have to prioritize those, right? In my work every single day. Yes, even taking ground balls is important, right? But there's right. individual skills that come as a requirement for that position for sure. that I have to prioritize, right? Right. And again, instead, if that was true, if we're prioritizing physicality over skill, that's like us going to practice and going, you know what? Instead of really taking ground balls and instead of, and, okay, let's say I have a three-hour practice. Let's get some practicality to this, right? Yep. Some application. If I have a three-hour practice, right? Someone used to say this too. If you show me your bank account and you show me your schedule, I can tell you what's important to you, mm-hmm. Okay. So let's go to practice. You got a three hour window. That's your bank account. Yeah. Right. Okay. I got a, I got a three hour window in your schedule. I mean, um, okay. So I got a three hour window. Mm-hmm. Okay. What am I putting, placing my emphasis on yep. and where am I spending my time? Okay. So 
let's say I have three hours of, for practice and I'm spending two hours on running sprints and doing squats and lunges and stuff on the field. Right. I'm only, I'm only putting an hour worth of that, right? So one thing that, for example, will flip-flop the opposite way is someone that prioritized the opposite is somebody like Dinkle, right? Yeah. So Dinkle, majority of our practice would be hitting. Yep. Majority of it. We're going to hit every day. Every day. We're going to hit every day. There's for, not, there's, for a good chunk. There's not going to be a day Half that practice. majority, I mean, there, I can't even think if I can remember a day that we didn't hit. And one of the things he was saying is, again, like, like we need to hit. More than anything we need to do, we need to hit. And again, while we're hitting, the pitchers are doing their thing too, right? They're throwing right. their bullpens and all that stuff. We're prioritizing those big chunks of practice. So again, even in Utah, I prioritize hitting, right? Right. For If we have a three-hour practice, the, the probably the fat, the final again half if not more was going to be us hitting right right and we're going to be doing spending a lot of time getting more reps and focusing our schedule on that particular skill for sure because again that's what we were going to need to do right right now again certain teams need to do more things than another right but also to just understand that that realistically put it this way teams that typically hit hit yeah right and what do i mean by that teams that typically can bang they hit. spend a lot of time hitting in practice, right? right? Teams that play Small really ball, good, defense. really good defense, they typically defense. practice that. Teams practice. that bunt and do right. PFPs and yes. bunt defense as well. Yes. that's what they prioritize so, so in practice. Exactly, exactly. There's not too many teams that bang that don't hit, right? And practice that much, right? They For don't sure. prioritize that instead, right? Yep. So, and again, some coaches would say, okay, throughout the year that they change those times, and I'm not saying you shouldn't fluctuate, right? right? But what I am saying though is again that we have to make sure that we're not. Uh, prioritizing physicality right. over the skill to sport. Because even when you say, oh, well, yeah, but during the fall, we're going to get big. But that could actually be putting you behind on the skill side. And you can't make that back up later in the year and say, oh, we're just going to all of a sudden try to beat it with intensity because physicality could also be messing me up and right. making us hit worse, field worse, pitch worse, run slower. For sure. Because we're trying to get so big and we're working only in sagittal planes well, and yada, yada. And especially in... Not so much for the D1s, the bigger school with the resources, yeah. but majority of the colleges in the United States, I would say, yeah, they have that mindset. I'm going to be big, I'm going to get physical in the fall, but they don't taper it into the season. So now I gained all the strength and speed. I go on Christmas break, I come back, and now I'm not in the weight room again for yeah. three or four or five months. So it's yeah. like I'm big, but now I'm hurt because mm -hmm. I got strong. I built all this speed, closed the gaps in my windows, yeah. and now we're not lifting anymore. Yeah. And we missed the, the skill development piece. And now we're trying to play catch up in the spring. Yeah. Where it's like, if it's good, I'm, I'm all for lifting. I'm not saying don't go lift. I mean, yeah. we, we, Joey and I would freaking, how much we did the 500 pounds? Yeah. Like, a, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. But you need to taper it. Yeah. And in the season, too, it's, it's a big piece. Like, if you're going to lift for strength in the fall, you need to have a plan to at least taper that thing in the spring as well. Yeah. And then also, too, again, during your fall season, it's just knowing, like, hey, again, this is additional to the baseball field. The baseball right. field comes first. The weight room comes as an add-on to what I'm trying to do on the field. If I'm ever injured or too slow, uh, sore to go on the field, there's a problem. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble, right? right. If I can't get my skill work in today because I'm sore, yeah, right. And then, and again, that's like the guy explains it on the on on uh, the podcast there, right? It's just like let's let's look at this over a four year span, right? Yeah. Let's say four year college, right? Mm -hmm. Let's take this, okay. For your college, let's say every week, every week I'm um, I miss uh, two hours right of skill work mm -hmm. right because I'm in the weight room, I'm sore, 
I'm doing other stuff, right? And and whatever that is, right? Whatever the reason is that I can't get that where that work in, yeah. right? Schedule conflicts, whatever that is. Okay. Yeah. I'll say I'm missing two hours a week mm-hmm. with that. Okay. Two hours a week, right? Over the length of the year, which is what, 52 weeks, mm-hmm. right? 52 weeks, right? Yeah. That's already a hundred and over hundred four. Hundred and eight, hundred and four. Yeah, 104. 104 hours yeah. of skill work that I'm already behind. Right. Now combine, compound that by four years. Yeah. Right? For now sure. that's only if it's two hours. In yeah. reality, I think if you really evaluate and most people how they pra- do their practice plans, now when you go, again, I'm sore, we're spending the majority of our practice doing bunt defenses, we're doing the majority of our practice, you know, we're spending way too much time during playing catch, right? right? It's not, uh, a lot of people spend a lot of time just blowing time playing right. catch. It's not uh it's not uh, a focus. It's not a focus, right? Right. So I'm blowing all this time. Again, maybe coach likes to give a 30-minute talk at the beginning of the practice. Boom. You put all those things together, yeah. right? It's Now you add all that up. You might be missing, again, over a week you know, or, or you know, a week. You might be missing eight hours. For sure. Right? When you actually add everything up of whatever reason you can't get your skill work in. Right. And then you compound that over 52 weeks times four years. Yep. You're what in trouble. That, yeah. What does that do to your, your de- overall development? Of your and players? a lot of that, too. In college, depending on the school, like at Utah Valley, I always said I'll, I'll I'll make it up. You know, if I have a class, I'll make up the early work. Yeah. But then when it comes down to it, the schedule, I I don't make it up. Well, there's no there's no way. At some point, you can't. Yeah. You're right. so far behind that there's right. no way and that, that you can. That's make where it up. I was getting to is that because I played for coaches like that, not in college and high school, but it's like yeah. do it on your own time. Well, it sounds good. It mm-hmm. does, but in reality. Sun goes you you down. get out, you you go to sleep, you wake up tomorrow, and yeah. the same thing happens pretty soon. We're yeah. so far behind. Yeah. And the coach is wondering, why am I guy so far behind? Well, it's probably what you're prioritizing in practice. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. I'm going to recruit a team, and I'm going to have to do what I have to do to play and get those guys ready to win. Yeah. So just like, you know, Utah Valley, we didn't hit very much. Like, we didn't hit well, but we also didn't work on it a ton. We had to prioritize defense. The small things, that's what we were known for, is the small things. Yeah. And we could win, but it also showed how we performed in the game. Mm. And I get that. When me and Joey aren't, not every team is going to be great at everything. Correct. You do have to design the practice based on the guys you recruit. Yeah. But I also think there's a little bit more, and it might, might make take more time from the mm. coaching staff mm. to really kind of holistically develop the players still. For sure. And that's, and then again, like just like Bo had mentioned there, there comes a time and a place where, again, my team's not going to bang, right? Yeah. I don't got guys that can bang. So we're going to have to be able to bunt. Yeah. We're going to have to be able to play, move the ball around a little bit, situationally hit, and then also be able to play some really great defense, and we're going to have to rely on our pitching. Right. Okay. Right. I get it. You have to design your practices around that. But also, too, then you start to pigeonhole yourself into every year. Right. That starts to become your identity. Your culture. Because yep. that you get known. Also, too, players don't want to go to a team. If, they, if, if you guys bang, yeah. you know, you recruit guys that bang. Right. Right. They don't want to go to a team that's like, oh, yeah, but that's more of a pitching school or that's more of a, a infield or defense and bunt school. Right. Like right. you're going to have some of those issues that you're going to get along as well. And then also, too, again, you start falling into those habits of this is how I run my practices. Right. This is how I organize everything. And then again, you, you start getting out of this place that you can't really you know, it's very hard to get away from running your practices that way. Right. And again, get away from what's best for me this year compared yeah. to what's good for my program. Right over the longer haul, what, what's the omega goal that right. I'm trying to accomplish rather than, okay, we're going to practice bunting and defense and all this other stuff, and we're still going to probably come up, we're still going to probably be ranked 40th in the nation. Okay, right. well, who cares? 
Right. Right. Like, okay, well, who cares? Now that's the whole point of being, again, now you're almost the little league coach. Yeah. You're the little league coach that is trying to win his, his World Series rather than develop the players. Right? right. And so now you have that other, that other side of being like, okay, this is where our program is now. Right. Right. And I even did that when I was in, in high school, right? When I was coaching high school, we had a whole bunch of young guys when I came in and I'm like, okay, yeah, we're not going to win the conference this year. Right. We're not good enough. Right. For sure. So instead, what are we going to do? I'm going to work on development and yeah, we're going to win some games. Whatever happens this year is great. For but sure. at the end of the day, we're, we're looking at the over, over the big goal of where we're we going to be here in three years. Where are we going to be when majority of my team is sophomores and freshmen? Yeah. Where am I going to be in two years? Right. right. I'm not necessarily, it's okay that if we don't, I'm not going to sit here and try to compete to win. Like we're talking about here intensity yeah. every year we're trying to win, but that's why we keep coming in fifth. Right. Rather than, you know, again, and, and teams have already adjusted that in MLB, right? You're not. Uh, it's very hard to stay in that top. It's, it's okay. Again, you're not. You're not going to be in first every year. You can't be at the top of the mountain every single year. You're not going to always right. have the best players. You're not going to always have the best, the most money. You're not going to always be able to dedicate. You know, because again, someone's going to have one good player, and you know, it, it gets right. iffy, right? You're not going to be the best all the time, right. right? So you have to fall off and come back. Fall off for sure. Back. The Yankees even do that. Okay, yeah, so for sure. All right, for sure. I think the message here too, because I understand the constraints. Coached at the level, played at the level. You have to win. Some of those big schools, you do have to win. Yep. The message we're talking about, and I'm really trying to get across, is the lower to mid-level, maybe from 12 to 15 to 18. A lot of those those teams and their practices are being ran like Clemson or Vanderbilt, where they have to win. Yeah. If if Monty doesn't win for so many years in a row, he's going to get fired. Yeah. I promise you, Timmy, the head coach of the 12-year-old team, yeah. if your players are getting better and you lose, it'll be okay. Yeah. But you're missing yeah. the development piece. Well, and that's the thing too. It's not that you're not prioritizing winning. Like you're just focusing on like, okay, even early in the season, I might lose some games, right? right? I might lose some games. But then at, towards the end of the season, you might all of a sudden, your guys start hitting some doubles. Right. You start doing some other things. And also too, you could, you could prioritize and set up your, uh, your team uh, to do those things, right? Like, for example, like if you know that, um, you know, again, like uh, pitching wise or something like that, you're developing some pitchers and you're having them throw a ton of fastballs or something. I don't know, whatever your thing is, right? Right. You could play your defenses. Like again, your, your outfielders back more, play more gap to gap, yada, yada. You could, you could try to organize your, your defensive strategy or even your game strategy around how your obviously your team is currently playing and what they're capable of doing. Right. Right. So um, even with that, right. Again, you could develop hitters and say, okay, for this year, we're going to hit the ball a little bit lower because you don't have enough power to drive the ball. Right. Um, and, and, and some of those some of those ways, right? And then also then going into the next year, okay, now I'm going to change my constraints and have certain guys, you know, put them in different groups and have them be able to drive the ball with a little bit higher angles because they're creating enough exit velocity to be able to, you know, hit those doubles, their home runs or whatever, whatever, right? Right. So you can organize it again. Everything's an, it's all an art of how you organize right. all of these things and taking all of these all of these um, different constraints, right. right, to figure out how you design your practices. But the whole point, though, is with that is I have to prioritize baseball. Right. That's what right. we're here to do. And skill transfer into baseball. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people miss that boat that – and kind of go on, running down a rabbit hole, but, like, the game's progressed so much in this, like, making the environment tough and complicated to train for transfer. Yeah. I almost feel like we're going a little bit too far with that. I mean, we talked yeah. about the machine. We talked about the stuff that's, like, you are training at a very – complex or challenging the cns but if you do that too much mm. every single day mm. pretty soon i don't know how to hit the ball coming at me yeah i think that's a uh, um a good part three 
Probably. <laughs> a good part I agree. three. I, agree. I think we're going to go down a whole another rabbit hole with this one uh, of going into the part three of understanding, again, going too far in the direction of, of, of that and what that can relate to and some of the mistakes that we made too. Um, For sure. So we'll, we'll circle on that and kind of expand on this idea as well, how we're organizing practices and also to focus on things um, and how we're pulling it all that together um, and give some applicable kind of things as well on the, next, on the next episode. So good place to stop. Channel and, it, and, channel it. We, yeah. we start, you know, Joey and I just start running down the yeah, branch and pretty soon, yeah. you know. We're just busting through walls, you know, layer after layer. I told you, layer on layer. Layer on layer on layer. On layer on layer on layer on layer on layer. Okay. All right. Well, guys, we want to hear from you. Yeah. All right. We know there's other subjects like this. There's a bunch of other things that you guys want us to talk through, bring up. I know you guys got some great points. I know me and Bo aren't yeah, that argue smart. with us. I we're don't not, care. We're not that smart. You, you can tell us that we're wrong. All right. I love it. All right. We just, we just talking baseball here, baby. For sure. That's it. All right. Well, guys, um, continue to tune in. Continue to talk back with us. Let us know your thoughts, your key takeaways, like, retweet, comment, all kinds of stuff. All those things tie into us. Uh, let us know. Send us emails, and we'll go from there. Um, but from us and our partners, until next time, Farm System out.